At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is our number three of the Greg Peterson experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network, and we've got a great hour number three for you as I'm going to get you guys all set for a great slate of baseball on Sunday. We're going to take a look at some of these college football games as week zero starting to come to a close as I know that there are many of you folks that are sweating up what we are getting in Hawaii, and right now, if you want to betting on Hawaii, it was looking very good at the start, but they are currently down by kind of 21 to 10, so... We shall see what winds up happening there, but certainly we've got a lot to take a look at in this final hour. And then on top of that, Mikhail Miranda, he does a great job as my audio engineer on this show. And on top of that, he's our Formula One expert. He is going to be joining me in about 30 minutes, 9.30 p.m. Pacific time. We're going to be seeing what we all wind up getting out there on the Formula One circuit for this Sunday. But let's take a look at a little bit of baseball right now as Nevada they have just scored a touchdown, by the way. If you've got action on this game, it is now 17-2. Nevada is in the lead. This is a game that's got right around about eight or so minutes left in the second quarter, if I'm reading my screen correctly. So we shall see what winds up happening there. And if you're looking at a live money line slash a live spread on this game right now, the Nevada Wolfpack, who very strange. They open up right around about a 14-14.5 point favorite. They wind up closing more around a seven-point favorite. They now find themselves as a in-game favorite here of about 19 and a half points. So if you were able to get in on the bargain, right now it's looking very, very solid as the live total is currently at a 40 and a half as it's more like actually coming to the end of the first half in that one as well. I was being blocked by a little bit of something on the screen, but 
That said, right now, Nevada, they find themselves in a pretty commanding spot there. And then the North Texas versus UTEP game, 14-13 North Texas in the lead. And what wound up closing as a relative game, North Texas, very, very slight favorite. So we shall see what winds up happening there. And we shall see what winds up happening on this Sunday, Major League Baseball, as well as the early Peacock game. Going to be evolving an L.A. Dodgers team that they typically don't wind up losing a lot of games, and they're going to look to avoid a two-game losing streak. 9:51, 9:52 on the board. This is the Dodgers going up against the Miami Marlins as Edward Cabrera is on the bump for Miami, and Julio Rios he goes for the Dodgers, and the Dodgers they are some of the biggest favorites you're going to find on the board, not named the Mets. As they're anywhere between minus 260 and minus 280 favorites, and when it comes to the Miami Marlins, anywhere between plus 220 and plus 240 is your price. Seven is the total. And that under has juice of right around about a minus 115 to a minus 120. And this is just one of those things where you wind up taking a look at one of those movies and they say, make me an offer that I can't refuse. I needed an offer that I couldn't refuse on the Miami Marlins. And they're giving it to me right now. Edward Cabrera has actually been really good for this team. Buck 41 ERA. Now, the one issue that you've got with Edward Cabrera is that length can sometimes be a little bit touch and go with him because he does wind up giving up right around four and a half walks per nine innings. But this guy is really good stuff. He's able to give you right around 11 punch outs per nine innings. He made a few starts last season at the big league level. You can tell that he was still relatively raw. The command was worse than it was this season, but he's been able to do a great job being able to get punch outs, keeps the ball in the yard now. He is going to be going up against the L.A. Dodgers. And the L.A. Dodgers have a guy by the name of Mookie Betts who has been absolutely tremendous. And if you ask me right now, yeah, Paul Goldschmidt probably deserves to be the National League MVP, but Mookie Betts needs to be climbing up that list right now with what he's been able to do. Guy's been coming up clutch. He's a five-tool player. He has been incredible as he wound up having two home runs in the last, or three home runs in the last two games for the L.A. Dodgers. But on top of that, you do have Max Muncy, Cody Bellinger, Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner, all these guys give between 16 and 18 home runs. Will Smith is able to give you right around a 360 on base. Turner, along with Freddie Freeman, both hitting above a 300. Freeman hitting more in the neighborhood, about a 325. So these guys have been able to do a solid job. But with the Miami Marlins, it's going to be up to them being able to win another low-scoring slog because with the Miami Marlins, four runs or fewer in 24 out of the last 26 games, and they don't have a single player on the roster with more than seven home runs because they wind up DFAing AC Sagiar a little bit earlier on in the week. So that hurts them. And then guys like Jazz Shislam or a Solarian company, they're currently on the injured list. So and it's not necessarily been too terrific for them. So you're looking at guys like Peyton Butterick, JJ Blady, along with Jacob Stallings to be able to come through. That's not necessarily where you want to be in for the Dodgers. It is a bullpen that it's been the less than uns or this has been the less than I guess you call it noteworthy guys that have been the best for them. Yancey Almonte is currently not with the team, but he, Caleb Ferguson, Evan Phillips, guys are posting up a sub two ERA. These have been really some of the best pieces for the LA Dodgers. Meanwhile, the guys that have been less than trustworthy are guys like Craig Kimbrell, Chris Martin, Phil Bickford. So the guys that you don't necessarily think of as much, they've been able to do a solid job with this LA Dodgers bullpen, but I do think that this is going to be another low scoring game. If you're taking a look at the Miami Marlins out of their last 20 games, I believe that just four of them 
have wound up going over the total. It has been very, very much under City with Miami. I don't think anything winds up changing here. And Julio Rios has been able to do his best work on the road. His road ERA is a full half a point lower than it is at home. And it's really been that way the last two years. You take a look back at Urias's 20-win season in 2021. 13 of those wins wound up coming on the road. His home runs per nine rate is a little bit better when he's on the road. A little bit strange because LA typically is not known for giving up a whole bunch of long balls. But I do think that Urias going to be able to line a relatively solid start. And I personally set the Dodgers as a minus 224 favorite. I do think that this is a Dodgers team that... They do warrant being a relatively sizable favorite, but once you wind up getting up north of plus 225, like I'm seeing a lot of spots where I sit circa, right now they've got the biggest number at a plus 246. It's just gotten a little bit too chalky and it's gotten a little bit too far out of hand. And for anyone that says that the LA Dodgers, there's no way they're going to lose this game because they wound up losing yesterday. Well, the LA Dodgers already this season wound up losing three straight games at home to the Pittsburgh Pirates. So it certainly is possible because it is the game of baseball. I'm going to be taking a look at the Miami Marlins getting this Mondo number. And I'm going to be taking a look at yet another under in a Miami Marlins game. And I mentioned it. We've got one team that is actually a much bigger favorite than the, the Dodgers on the board. 957-958. Colorado Rockies are on the road. They're facing off against the New York Mets. Mad Max Scherzer is going to be going for the Mets and Irma Marquez is going to be going for the Colorado Rockies. Rockies here at Circa are up to a plus 305 underdog. You're finding the Mets at anywhere between about a minus 320 to a minus 345. Meanwhile, with the Rockies, it's anywhere between about plus 270 to plus 305. And the total on this game is 7.5. Once again, this is an offer that I had to not be able to refuse. I can't refuse this sort of a number on the Colorado Rockies. Now, this Colorado Rockies team has not been good on the road. Out of their wins, only 18 of them have wanted coming on the road, but there has been one guy for this Colorado Rockies team that has pitched demonstratively better on the road rather than at home, and that'd be Irma Marquez. North of a 6 ERA at home for Irma Marquez, 411 ERA on the road, with his home runs per nine rate being less than half of that on the road rather than at home. Irma Marquez has really been able to round into form as well. In his last eight starts, in six of them, he has allowed three runs or fewer, so we've been seeing him tick it up a little bit. And for Max Scherzer, he's given up four runs in each out of his last two starts. So he's wound up against stiff competition in those last two starts, but he's coming in in a little bit of shaky form. He's still been able to get 10 and a half strikeouts per nine innings, still not allowing a lot of walks. But with the Mets, sometimes you have your question marks with regards to this bullpen as well. The bridge to Edwin Diaz can sometimes be a little bit murky. You've got Seth Lugo, who's been able to post up a sub-3 ERA ever since the All-Star break. That has been very helpful for this team. And then you do have someone in Adam Adovino, way trusting as well. But some of these other gentlemen that come in, like a Yoli Rodriguez and company, they've not been able to do their job. Colorado Rockies bullpen has been relatively bad, to say the least, this season. They're in the bottom five in terms of bullpen ERA. But you've had Carlos Aceves be able to pick it up over the last 35 days. He's posting up a sub-2 ERA. Been able to get some good innings out of Daniel Bart as well. And for the Colorado Rockies, they've got power in their lineup. The problem is it all winds up coming out at home. As for the Colorado Rockies, been a case where they average right around 0.65 home runs per game on the road, right around 1.15 home runs per game at home. So that has really been their issue. It's just winds up happening with the Colorado Rockies where they do wind up having their issues when they do wind up going away from home. But I do think that there is still a little bit of value on this Colorado Rockies team because you do have someone like Jose Iglesias who's able to move the line even on the road. He's been hitting well above a 300. So I do think that the Colorado Rockies 
going to be a little bit of take on the number itself just because we've gotten up to way too lofty. I'm going to be willing to take a shot there because we do see this Mets team wind up having their bowls on offense from time to time. Now, it's much different now that Buck Showalter is the coach for this team when they were having their issues up front with guys like Brody Van Wagenen and company having control of the team, and then Mr. Roas was the manager. This was not as disciplined of a bunch, but we've still seen it. Jacob deGrom in his first start coming back with the against the Washington Nationals. As north of a $3 underdog, the Washington Nationals were able to get the job done there. You've got a Mets team that they do have Pete Alonso, 30-plus home runs, 100-plus RBI. He's been able to do a solid job. You've got guys like Brandon Nimmo were able to do a solid job of being able to move the line. Jeff McNeil's been able to hit above a 300, but minus 340. On the New York Mets in the spot against a guy, Norma Marquez, who he comes up every single year in trade conversations. And if he just wound up getting away from Colorado, he probably would be a relatively solid pitcher because he could tell that that ballpark, it really does wind up affecting him. I do think that you've got good value here with the Colorado Rockies. I'm going to be willing to take that massive plus price. When it comes to the total of seven and a half, I'm going to be taking a look at the under. I wound up outlining just how big the home and road splits are for the Colorado Rockies and for the Mets, they do wind up playing in one of the more pitcher-friendly ballparks in baseball. They do wind up getting back someone like an Eduardo Escobar, but it's been a little bit touch and go in terms of their offense as well. So this is going to be an ordeal in which I'm going to be taking a look at the under, and I'm going to be taking a look at the big giant number that we are currently getting with the with the Colorado Rockies. And then if you're taking a look at some of these late games as well, this one just wound up going final. Minnesota Twins, they pull it out against the San Francisco Giants 3-2. to two. They wind up being able to win it in 10 innings. And we are going to the bottom of the 11th in Oakland, tied up 2-2 two to two between the New York Yankees and the Oakland A's. I'll be keeping you guys abreast of all these and, and take a look at what we've got on the Sunday betting board for the MLB next right here on VEASAN Esports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... 
Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast. And this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm gonna talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. 
and then Carvin and Junie. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Draft like no other, wine like no other, play for free during the PGA Tour with the Naomi Dare, Dare to Explore Unrivaled Golf Series. Enter into five free-to-play contests to take your shot at a share of $25,000 in total cash prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Naomi now to dive in on the action. Naomi, flavor for, forward, 21 years or older terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com for details, and as always, Please drink responsibly, yes. And it's a Greg Peterson experience right here on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. And always get tripped up by some of those tongue twisters when you've got two Fs and you've got one with an L and one without an L. And always winds up getting you tripped up. And apparently the New York Yankees get tripped up by the Oakland A's as Lou Trevino, the former Oakland A, winds up giving up the winning run as the Oakland A's, they walk it off. They get the job done by kind of three to two after they wound up closing this game as quite a hefty underdog, Domingo Armand. No fault of his own that the Yankees were unable to get the job done as he wound up pitching seven and two-thirds innings scoreless as the Yankees closed this right around a minus 235 favorite against Adam Aller and company. Aller, a very good start, eight scoreless. All the scoring wound up happening in extra innings for any of you guys that wound up having the under that did wind up getting preserved. So good that we did not wind up seeing that big of a calamity wind up happening, but... The A's, they are able to get it done. And the only other game currently going on the baseball slate, that'd be the Mariners and the Cleveland Guardians. Two to one. Mariners are up in the bottom of the sixth inning. So we shall see what winds up happening with that one. And how about if we wind up turning it forward to the game that we're going to be seeing on Sunday? Because we've got a relatively solid pitching matchup, in my opinion. 973-974 on the board with Aaron Savali going for the Guardians. And Robbie Ray is going to be on the bump for Seattle. Seattle's between a minus 146 to a minus 150 favorite between plus 130 and plus 138. Your price on Cleveland with the total on this game seven. And when it comes to Seattle, I feel like they should be a little bit more of a sizable favorite because what I've noticed with Robbie Ray is that he just pitches so much better at home rather than on the road. He's got right around a 280 ERA at home. His ERA winds up going up to right around a 5-5 on the road. So it's very nearly double what it is when he is at home. And for Robbie Ray, he keeps the ball in the yard when he's at home. He gives up just a hair over a home run per nine innings when he's at home. Meanwhile, on the road, this winds up going up to a right around a 1.7 to a 1.8. And for Aaron Zavalli, it has been a renaissance in his last few starts. As this man wound up having north of a 70 ERA to begin the season. Things were not looking good. And for Aaron Zavalli, for much of the season, he's had an ERA that has been about two points higher and it's fielding independent, which just is a measure of saying that he has been getting really, really stinking unlucky. But first of all, he's seen a career high in terms of strikeouts per nine rate, a little bit over nine. Being able to do a solid job of being able to keep the walks down. And as a result of just being able to stick with it in general, he's really been able to round into form. And for the Guardians, 
They do back come up with a lineup. They do they do a good job of just being able to reach base in general. This is not a Cleveland Guardians team that you want to bank on in terms of being able to get homers as they are in the bottom three in the big leagues in terms of home runs on a per-game basis. But what you do have with the Cleveland Guardians, a whole bunch of guys that they do a good job of being able to move the line. As you've got Andres Jimenez, Oscar Gonzalez, Stephen Kwan, Amid Rosario, Jose Ramirez, all hitting at least a 280 for you. And then Josh Naylor, he's made with about a 265. Naylor, Jimenez, Ramirez, all at least 15 home runs. And Ramirez already went deep for his 26th home run of the season in this one. Although Luis Castillo, if you're betting on this one, six scoreless innings. And now it's the Castillo to Castillo. I guess you could tell passing of the baton as Diego Castillo is going to be coming into this one. But when it comes to the Seattle Mariners, I do not feel like it's been properly priced that Mitch Hanniger is back in the fold. Hanniger was really the main masher for the Seattle Mariners team last season. When they were looking to make the postseason, every single time they needed a big hit, it was Mitch Hanniger that wanted coming up with it. 39 home runs, hitting right around 250 last season. He's been able to do 275 thus far this season. Very small sample size as he's been out for much of the season. And it's important that he's back because Ty France, ever since the All-Star break, he has not been good. He's been hitting barely above a 200. Adam Frazier. He's seen a little bit of regression recently as well. Got guys like Carlos Santana, Kirk Asali, able to throw in there someone like a Cal Raleigh. All these guys at the bottom fold in a 220 or lower. So that's been critical. But for the Seattle Mariners, this team has been number one in terms of bullpen ERA since the beginning of the month of June. Cassio, I mentioned a little bit earlier, he has been tremendous since the first two months of the season. He had very nearly a nine ERA. And as a matter of fact, if you date this from June 28th on, the Seattle Mariners bullpen ERA, 254. No other team has lower than a 290. They have been that dominant in this stretch. Like Andres Munoz has been amazing. Paul Seawald, along with Ben Murphy, have really been constants for the team. And then for the Cleveland Guardians, in that span, they're number four in the league in terms of bullpen area. You want to see if Emmanuel Class A winds getting used up or not because he has been used very, very heavily, but he's one of the best closers in the big leagues. James Karinchuk. Along with Nick Sandlin, Trevor Steven, all these guys provide a sub-3 ERA. We've seen some regression with their failed starters in Eli Morgan, Sam Hentages, that went to the bullpen. But by and large, you would be able to get some good performance out of these guys as well. So I do think that we are going to be seeing a relatively interesting one here. I do think that the 7 is a little bit too low. I still do have my question marks a little bit with Aaron Savali. And then on top of that, the big thing with this game is that it is going to be a earlier game. And that with this one, it is going to be a first pitch of right around 1 10 p.m pacific time 4 10 p.m eastern so ball's going to be flying a little bit more so going to be taking a look at an over at a seven in this spot but with that said want to lay up to more around a minus 170 with the mariners and i personally would rather have a little bit more of a money line than a run line i could very easily see this game coming down to a one run affair and then something else i think is interesting is this underdog can the detroit tigers do it twice in a row and be able to take down the texas rangers Without it being terrible, Dell Skykel on the mound. We shall see. 969, 970 on the bang board. It is the Detroit Tigers. They're on the road. They're facing off against the Texas Rangers with Koji Iahara going for the Rangers. And Drew Hutchinson is going to be on the bump for Detroit. Total on this game is an 8. I'm seeing a straight 8.5 out there at DraftKings. Both other books I'm seeing currently at an 8. And when it comes to Texas, Find them anywhere between minus 155 and minus 172 between plus 140 and plus 150. Your price on the Tigers and anything above plus 133 as well and take a shot on the Detroit Tigers. We have seen Drew Hutchinson pitch really well recently. He's given up three runs or fewer in each out of his last five starts in terms of earned runs. I believe that there might have been a start in which he wound up allowing a few unearned runs, but he's been really good. He 
keeps the ball in the yard, giving up right around 0.7, 0.8 home runs per nine innings. Walks are an issue for him, giving up four walks per nine innings. But if he's not able to go necessarily a ton of length, that's not the world's biggest deal with the Detroit Tigers because they back him up with a bullpen that, in terms of ERA, is in the top eight in the big leagues. They have been able to do a really good job of being able to mix and match like Alex Lang, Joey Menez, since he's come off the injured list, Jose Cicerno, Gregory Soto, the closer, all these guys. A sub-3-3 ERA, they have been able to do a tremendous job with this bullpen. And for the Texas Rangers, ever since really Joe Barlow went on the injured list, that was towards mid to late June, things have went straight down the toilet bowl for them. Since the end of June, this is a bunch that they rank in the bottom 10 in terms of bullpen ERA. Matt Moore, Brock Burke, both of these guys have been tremendous. They're both posting up a sub-2-4 ERA, but Dennis Santana, his ERA is north of a 5. Ever since the beginning of the month of June, his ERA has been darn near a 10. Josh Saboris has not been able to give you a whole lot, heck of a lot of good innings as well. I do like what I'm seeing out of Jose Leclerc right now. Prior to him getting injured a few seasons ago, he was actually a relatively dominant reliever, but I do have my question marks in terms of the Texas Rangers bullpen. What I don't have my question marks with in terms of the Texas Rangers is being able to slide the deep, the deep ball as Nate Lowe, Adelise Garcia, throw in there Marcus Simeon, all have been able to provide 20 home runs, and then you've got Corey Seager, who's went deep 26 times. Garcia, along with Seager, both of these guys hanging between about a 250 to 255, and it's really been a solid Rangers offense, but with the Texas Rangers due to what well, wound up happening yesterday and the sin of a third team, and I don't know how this happens, a third team was sucker enough to give Dallas Keuchel a start, which I I find a mind-blowing. I don't know how three different teams said, you know what? We're going to give Dallas Keuchel a start today because why not? I don't know how this happens as he's now got an 884 ERA with his three separate teams. But with that said, as a result, they've got a little bit more of a depleted bullpen and they're just a little bit more, shall we say, mentally taxed in general from having to deal with all that. But that said, that's where the, the that's where the Texas Rangers are at right now. And for the Detroit Tigers, an offense that was, shall we say, completely and utterly dormant like dead last in the big leagues and historically bad this season. They were able to awaken thanks to the gift of Dallas Keuchel continuing to give as they've actually replaced some of their less than trustworthy bats as you still have Cody Clements, Jameer Candelario, Tucker Barnard, Akil Badu, all these guys hitting at 220 or lower. But now Victor Reyes is hitting at 285. He's getting more at bats. Javi Baez along with Jameer Candelario. They're, or, yep, Jameer Candelario. They both have been able to give you 11 home runs. They still have Fewer home runs as a collective as Anthony Rizzo and Aaron Judge do on the New York Yankees. But Willie Castro has been able to step up for the team as well. Riley Green is hitting right around 250. There's a little bit of upside here with the Detroit Tigers. I do think that they're going to be able to get to Koji Ihara, who he, for his career, has been getting right around six strikeouts per nine innings. A guy that doesn't necessarily have great command came over from Japan last season after he legitimately had his worst season in Japan as well. So I'm looking at an over on eight, and I'm going to be taking a look at the Detroit Tigers. And coming up next, let's take a look at what we're going to be getting on this Sunday on the racetrack with our good friend Mikhail Miranda right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Your next win is brewing. Play for free fantasy baseball, football, and basketball with draft time matchups presented by Miller Lite. 
draft wins in 13 contests, and compete for your share of $41,000 in total cash prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Miller Lite now to get in on the action. Miller Lite, great taste, less filling. 21 years or older, terms and conditions, and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as always, celebrate responsibly. Yes, it is a Greg Peterson experience right here on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. And Mikhail Miranda does absolutely amazing work over here at the network. I've mentioned it a few times, and I always think that it's worth mentioning. He's also my audio guy on the show as well. So not only is he our Formula One expert, you're able to get the Gone Racing feed wherever you get your podcast. He does a great job with the Racing Lines podcast. But on top of that, he's also making sure that I sound very crisp as well. And Mikhail, it is always great to have you on the desk, my friend. Thank you. It's always great to be on, especially on a Saturday night where things are starting to wrap up quite a bit. You know, football everything is starting to wrap up now. And we still have some stuff going on starting early tomorrow, which is why I'm here to talk about tomorrow, Greg. Yes, sir. And shock, shock, surprise, surprise. Max Verstappen, the betting favorite on this race. I feel like we've done this every single time you've been on the show. But talk to me a little bit about the brouhaha that wound up happening a little bit in terms of Verstappen along with his teammate in Mr. Perez. Because there's a little bit of a penalty that wound up going to Perez that didn't rub a lot of people the right way. Uh, it's, uh, very, it's very max. Let's be honest. Uh, I don't know. It's like, he's world champion. So he stays until I'm world champion. I'm with Red Bull. I deserve this. This is my race. This is my season. Everything is me, me, me. So with qualifying, he does have a penalty for taking a new engine. Uh, there are others with him, such as Charles Leclerc, Espan Ocon, Lando Norris, Joe Guan Yu, as well as Mick Schumacher with Haas, uh, they all have grit penalties for new control electronics, new ICEs, and everything coming through. So uh, Max is stopping inside at the back of the grid, uh, along with these folks. Uh, but in qualifying, he just left his teammate out to dry. Uh, he could have given him a toe throughout the entire lap to at least get him into P2, which is effectively pole position for tomorrow since Max and Charles both started at the back of the grid, and they were both up in the top five. But we start off with uh, Carlos Sainz actually being uh, starting pole position with Sergio Perez in P2. Hopefully, we see Sergio Perez sort of get the toe from Carlos, get an, get an overtake in uh, the first corner. But we do know that this track has actually been suiting Red Bull and Max a bit more. So I do expect to see Max call up the field, which is why at DK he's actually plus 155 and not the minus money we usually mm -hmm. see him at. He did start off at minus money before we got into this race, uh, pre-race weekend and pre-qualifying. But now seeing my plus money, uh, as I've been saying before, anytime you see Max at plus money, take it. Yes, look at other winners as well, but take Max because there's a reason he is the world champion. There's a reason he's leading the world championship currently. No one can take the fight to him. We've seen Charles sort of wander off with his mistakes and Ferrari's mistakes, so look at him and just take max it's always a safe bet yep and we are seeing it with the top three it's actually relatively tightly nip as max versus happen you mentioned a little bit before plus 155 to be the outright winner at the belgian grand prix and then you got sergio perez his teammate he's at plus 235 carlos science he's at a plus 280 and then the drop off from there is pretty large charles leclerc he's finding himself 12 to 1 lewis hamilton is at 13 to 1 and just how shuffled up is the way that things wound up happening in terms of pole positioning because I take a look at this race and 
you wound up having a whole bunch of penalties and a lot of guys that they did relatively well in qualifying, they're actually starting towards the back of the grid as a result. So the the ones who are starting at the back of the grid is just because they've taken new uh, new engines, new parts. There has nothing to do with their qualifying pace. They've actually qualified quite high. Max, Charles, Lando, Espan, all were in the top five and the top ten. So it has nothing to do with their pace or penalties from uh, track limits. They're actually quite good on that. So they're just at the back of the grid for engine penalties. Plain and simple. There's nothing to do with their racing. Yep, yeah, it's always interesting to take a look at that because I know there are quite a few guys that they want taking a new engine. So we shall see what winds up happening there. And in terms of guys that aren't necessarily the, I'll call it big five, because obviously you've got Science along with Verstappen, Perez, the teammates, and then Charles Leclerc. He wanted being able to qualify relatively well. And Lewis Hamilton never can count him out. Is there anyone outside the top five that you think could wind up being able to make a little bit of a big stride for? Because I know that you mentioned Red Bull. They just are suited very well for this track. Is there maybe another team that you feel like they want to do a relatively solid job this weekend? They might have a sleeper too. So Alex Albon. Now uh, he has my number because we share the same birthday. So he's got my number on his car. <laughs> so look at him for a top six finish but a top 10 uh top 10 will be a safer bet than the top six but top six will give you some nice big odds maybe to get in because uh williams do have a low drag car what this means is that in a straight line the car is pretty damn fast all right they can absolutely take the fight to say the likes of mercedes currently who are sort of starting on a back foot because uh alex albon is right behind george russell here so I do see him in the top six. Uh, uh, for those who don't know what drag is, it's basically just the way uh, air resistance works on the car. And a lot of cars do have high drag, which gets them faster than the corners and not on the straights. But here at Spa in Belgium, there's a lot of straights. Uh, the moment you start the race, there's like about 23 seconds worth of straight line speed where your foot is pedal to the metal. That is it. You have to go as fast as possible. And Williams do have a great car. And Alex Abon is a very, very good and notable driver around Spa. So I do see him being up there in the top 10 in the top 6. And in watching qualifying, I know that we were talking about this a little bit earlier. There seems to be one corner towards the end that seems to be tripping a lot of these racers up. Could we see a little bit more volatility? And could we wind up seeing perhaps a wipeout or two from some of these racers just because... I do take a look at things, and it feels like there's a little bit of uneasiness towards the back half of this track. So it depends on how comfortable the drivers are feeling with the car. They have to pick their braking points. They have to look at the traffic in front of them, and do they have the pace to overtake? Uh, if I was in that car, I would actually look not to overtake at that corner and to actually ease my way, get a good exit, because once you get an exit, you will get a toe and start finish straight. And that so is worth a lot because they're just cutting through the air and you just go around them with the amount of space, uh, pace that you have in the car, as well as the DRS working on you. So you just get an amazing amount of speed, straight line speed going down. So these drivers have to be very, very picky and very conservative about what they're doing. Yep. And do you think that there could be situations where guys from the back, they do wind up trying to let it ride a little bit more and could that wind up causing some of these guys at the back? Because we take a look at the outright winners, but we also take a look at guys that are to finish in the top six, top 10 in the points. List goes on and on. Do you think that that could cause a little bit more volatility towards the back half of the standings? 
So the only way to look at the back half is if their car is set up to be really good in sector two, because there are some cars like the Ferrari who have built their car to be very good in twisty circuits. Uh, so you're looking at these teams to have very good downforce, but not too heavy because they want to be able to get out of that hairpin and go straight flying and to cover anyone that's going to overtake or if they're looking to overtake they have to get that exit perfect or they've just messed it up to overtake or to protect themselves i know that this is a track in which you're taking a look at a wide variety of things i know that you mentioned it a little bit earlier with the first half and being able to get them at plus money typically that's a relatively solid value but i know that you've got a few guys that you're looking at outside of just to be able to win outright take me through what you've all got on the card for sunday so as of right now, my bet is Max and Carlos to win. I know that seems counterintuitive to why you're picking two outright winners. Uh, this is because you can't count Max out. If you look back at the Hungarian Grand Prix, he started in P10 and he won the race, which is why when he's starting here P15, I do think he can win the race again. But if he does not, I do believe that the next person to win is Carlos Sainz since he's starting in pole position and he has been faster than Sergio Perez all weekend long, especially in qualifying. He's got that pace, but Ferrari do seem to lack a bit of race pace, but compared to Sergio Perez in the past races, Carlos Sainz has been doing much better than Sergio Perez. Other than that, I'll be looking at Fernando Alonso, Lewis Hamilton, George Russell for a podium finish. And by looking at them, I don't mean I'm betting that. I'm just going to be looking at them to see who do I think is going to work, and that'll be coming in later tonight if I'm going to put a bet on that. Uh, but I'm leaning more on Lewis Hamilton because he has been finishing in the podium recently. And I know you talked about Alex Albon a little bit earlier. He's right now plus 150 to be able to make a top 10. Any value there? Yes, there's quite a bit of value there. And I do believe that he can get up there and he will work his way through that. Perfect. Well, Mikhail, always a pleasure to have you aboard. I know that the Formula One season is starting to wind down a little bit more. And I know that you've been hard at work on the podcast, doing a great job all year long being able to break down these races with me. It is always a pleasure, my friend. It is always you. a pleasure. Thank you so much, Greg, for having me on. Mikhail doing absolutely amazing work, taking a look at the Grand Prix races, taking a look at all things Formula One, and in the final segment, we take a look at the baseball card for this Sunday right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, the been podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Pro Football Guide is out right now. This year's guide is packed with Super Bowl and playoff predictions, along with season win totals for every single team. Best ways to be a bet rookie quarterback, a bookmaker's breakdown of where the public and respected bettors are placing their futures wagers at as well. So get a little bit of everything. Remember that the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides, because college football betting guide has been out for quite a while as well. That is by becoming a VEASAN All Access subscriber. You get both of them. Sign up for our discounted football special. Get access to everything that we do now through the Super Bowl. As for just $175 or take 50% off the monthly price when you become an annual subscriber and you're able to bet smarter all year long as a result. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become a part of the sports betting network. Guys, it is the Greg Peterson experience right here on VEASAN, the sports betting network. And... Got one more segment for myself before we wind up passing the baton and we wind up getting set for a big Sunday. We have just two Sundays, by the way, before we wind up getting back into the football season. And hey, I'll be on with you guys on Sunday as well. So it'll be a lot of fun. I'll be filling in on the look ahead. So we are going to be having a great time with that regard as, well, I've been doing a lot of Sundays on the look at it. I always do appreciate, I always do look forward to that because I'm able to get set, have a good, tremendous Monday and Hopefully we can wind up making this Sunday a very profitable one as well as right now we've got a couple games that are going on in terms of college football. I know that some of you are sweating out Nevada. They're currently in the lead by kind of 17 to 2 over New Mexico State. That is in the latter stages of the third quarter. We're in the beginning part of the third quarter in terms of Vanderbilt versus Hawaii. And well, right now, Hawaii wound up entering in this game. I believe it was 21-36. And I believe that there were two pushes in there. Might have been three in their most recent stretch. Well, all right, now they're not covering the spread. And if you're taking a look at this one live in terms of the Hawaii versus Vanderbilt game, right now the live spread is minus 23.5 on Vanderbilt with a live total of 61.5. So right now Vanderbilt having their way and they are at right around about the 30 or so yard line trying to be able to drive it. Excuse me, trying to be able to drive it in. So we shall see what winds up happening there. But Let's take a look at what we're going to be getting on the betting board for this Sunday as well, because we do have quite a bit that is going to be going on. And I always love to be able to bet on good teams, but on top of that, I love being able to fade terrible pitchers. And 
We got the king of them all. That is going to be going down on Sunday. Patrick Corbin, 953-954 on the betting board. The Washington Nationals, they do playoffs. The Cincinnati Reds, Nick Lodolo goes for the Reds. And Patrick Corbin is on the bump for the Nationals. Nationals are between a plus 105 to a plus 112 underdog. Not quite enough in my opinion. Meanwhile, if you're taking a look at the Reds, anywhere between minus 117 and minus 125 is your price. 8.5 is the total line. The 8.5 under has actually gained juice here in the last few hours. It began right around minus 110 to a minus 115. You don't have to pay minus 120 to go under, and I can tell you right now, I'm not paying to go under. My DK Nation write-up is going to be on the over in this spot. I know that we have done quite a few write-ups on how bad Patrick Corbin has been this season, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And with Patrick Corbin, he has broken, and it's not been great. He has given up at least four runs, and now seven out of his last eight starts. As a matter of fact, since the beginning of the month of July, he's got an ERA of an 833. 681 overall for the season. He's giving up over 1.6 home runs per nine innings. His whip is a 1.88. If your whip is what would be an impressive bench press for a set of 10, it's not going well for you. Meanwhile, Nick Lodolo, he has had his road struggles as well. He's got a 694 ERA on the road this season. A little bit of small sample size, four starts, but he has given up two plus runs at each out of his last seven starts. Typically when you wind up giving up a lot of walks, that leads to you not being able to go deep into a game. And for the Cincinnati Reds out of 30 MLB teams, they rank 30th in terms of bullpen ERA. Not too much better for the Washington Nationals as they're currently ranking 22nd in terms of bullpen ERA. They do have a couple okay pieces like Kyle Finnegan has been able to pick it up. Carl, Carl Edwards Jr. They've got sub 3-5 ERAs, but Erasmo Ramirez, he wanted getting trotted out there for quite a few innings because they wound up having their rookie pitcher on Friday not be able to lend a lot of length. It was not too great. And for the Cincinnati Reds, they've been hot with that. Seven out of their last nine road games, they've been able to generate at least four runs. So they've been able to do a rock-solid job on that front for the Washington Nationals. Not necessarily been so great for them, but Luis Garcia, Joey Manessas are both hitting above a 275. Luke Voigt has been able to deliver 17 home runs thus far this season. So you do have to like what you're seeing there for the Reds. Hasn't necessarily been a whole bunch of home run hitters for the team because they trade away Brandon Drury, Tommy Pham, Taylor Daquin at the trade deadline, and Joey Votto has been out with injury. I believe that his season's actually done, as a matter of fact, but they've still been able to do a nice job of being able to find a way to be able to mix and match someone like a Kyle Farmer has been able to above a 250 for this team. Jonathan India is back in the fold. He does a solid job of being able to reach base as well. So got a lot of nice pieces for this Reds team that have been able to de- that have been able to really develop into nice form as I was getting a little bit tripped up there because if you're a backer of New Mexico State, you end up just getting about a 65-yard reception. They were backed up into their own 20. Now they're on the opponent's 20-yard line, so that is something to take a look at. And then when it comes to getting back to this game, the bullpen of the of the Cincinnati Reds, pretty much other than Alexis Diaz, who's been able to provide a sub-2 ERA, everyone in there has north of a 3-4 ERA. I mean, Joe Kunal, Hunter Strickland, Dory Moretta, Revier Sam Martin, you're able to go down the list, and it's just really, really bad. So I do think that you're going to get another very high-scoring game. Patrick Corman is the gift that keeps on giving. I was willing to lay up to a minus 145 on the Reds' money line, so going to be taking a look there. And for Patrick Corbin, in all but two of his losses this season, I see he is currently 4-17, and 17, trying to become the first 20-game loser in the big league since 2003, and just a second since 1980. Well, all but two of the losses have come by multiple runs. So 
that is able to give you a little bit of plus money as if you're taking a look at the Reds laying around an F. That's right around a plus 140. Either way, money line or money or run line, I like it. And what I really am going to be writing up for DK Nation, the over. I want to say my total north of a nine and a half. So we're going to be taking a look at a lot of runs in this game, taking a look at the over, and we're going to be taking a look at the Reds as well. And then when it comes to the Sunday slate as well, we've ran through quite a few of the games that are on board, but I do think that this one is worth a relatively interesting look as we go 977, 978 on the bang board. Dylan Cease looking to get back into the American League Cy Young hunt. He's going to be playing us with the White Sox to the Arizona Diamondbacks with Zach Davies going for them. And when it comes to the White Sox, they're a pretty good size favorite in this one. You're going to be getting them right in the neighborhood of about a minus 175. We're seeing this go up to a minus 180 in a lot of spots as well. And we're between about a plus 155 and a plus 165 year price on Arizona with seven and a half being the total. And I felt like the White Sox should have been more like one of those minus 250 favorites. I really think that Dylan Cease is going to be able to come out and give a great performance. Now, the one thing with Dylan Cease is that his home and road splits are rather strange as he's getting right around a buck 70 ERA on the road, more like a 270 ERA at home. If you take a look at the way that the schedule is lined up as he's been facing off against more of the marquee teams like the New York Yankees and company at home rather than on the road. I do think that that winds up explaining that. And for the Arizona Diamondbacks, to their credit, they've been able to do a good job of being able to yard of being able to go yard on the road, right around 1.3 home runs per game on the road, just under a home run per game. At home, this is a Diamondbacks team that they still rank in the bottom six in the big leagues in terms of batting average, but the way that they've been able to kick things up ever since the All-Star break has been very good. Josh Ross has been able to do a solid job hitting about a 280 for the team. Alec Thomas along with Keitel Marte. Both of these guys seeing between about a 245 to a 255. So encouraging signs from them. And if you take a look at the Arizona Diamondbacks ever since the All-Star break, they've really been able to ramp it up in terms of their batting average as well because, I mean, for much of the year, it's been, shall we say, not necessarily so great for them. But post-also break, they're actually 13th in the league in terms of batting average. They do a solid job of being able to move the line with Christian Walker, giving you 30 home runs. But when it comes to the Chicago White Sox team, they themselves do a nice job of being able to reach base. As you got a bunch of guys like Jose Abreu. T- Luis Robert has been out of the fold for quite a while. That has been hurting this team a little bit. But Andrew Vaughn, guys like this, they give you between 12 and 14 home runs, hitting between about a 290 to a 305 with Eloy Jimenez. Doing a good job of being able to move the line. Do have a couple of dead bats like he has Monty Grandal, Lurie Garcia that have not been able to get online. And for the White Sox, you do have Lee Mendricks, Kendall Graveman in the bullpen. That is going to be big for them and for the Arizona the Diamondbacks. This is a bottom six team in terms of bullpen era. It has been really bad for them this season as Joe Mantiply. He's been able to deliver the goods with a bunch of good innings right around a three ERA. But then wind up getting into guys like Noe Ramirez, Mark Melanson, Luis Frias. These guys have been giving you a 475 ERA or worse, so you do have some issues on that front. And for Zach Davies, to his credit, ever since he's come off the injury list, aside from his very first start against the Cleveland Guardians, which he did not wind up making it four innings, been able to do a relatively solid job. He's been able to cut down on the walks, in which wound up really hurting him in his one season with the Chicago Cubs. But that said, with Zach Davies, never necessarily been too much of a strikeout pitcher. I do think that the White Sox Gonna be able to do a solid job of being able to move the line and be able to give Cease enough run support to be able to get it done. I'm looking at a White Sox run line being able to get a plus price. Semi total at 7.2 as well. So on a seven and a half, looking at the under as well. And folks, just two Sundays away from the NFL season. We've got you set with everything that you need to get set for this upcoming football season. College football got a little bit of a taste there. Now we're gonna be getting the whole thing this next week, right here on Beeson, Esports Bang Network.
Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.